Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Early childhood development and lifelong health are deeply intertwined. Accelerate learning for students with disabilities during the COVID-19 and beyond. Podcast about Discoculia and the India's Supreme Court recognizes learning disabilities. Strategies to help people with Discoculia. This is our podcast for week 8 of 2021. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. Welcome Dr. Schroeder. Well, I'm so happy to uh, be back again in the Absolutely. studio. Absolutely, good to see you again. And uh, and we have some uh, some interesting uh, interesting links here. They go all over the world. Uh, but we start uh, at the beginning, at the early childhood development. It says the early childhood development and lifelong health are deeply intertwined. So we can mess it up already at the beginning, apparently. Um, yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. Uh, this is from the Center on the Developing Child at Harvard. And they uh, say connecting the brain to the rest of the uh, body. And we need to be aware that the environments we create and the experience we provide for young children and their families uh, do not only affect the brain development, but also many other physiological systems, and they are all interrelated. Biological systems like the brain and the autonomic nervous system, the immune system, heart and your gut interact with each other and with the environment and environmental stress has a really negative influence on all of them. So remediation may be possible at any age for uh, issues with learning, but outcomes are better and easier to achieve when interventions are provided earlier. Right. Uh, also way more cost effective than yes. trying to fix them uh, later. Once they are in algebra one and two. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So uh, maybe if we can um, think about even uh, avoiding all those negative influences, prevention is so much more effective than uh, having to uh, remediate later on and to um, have all those health uh, checks and right. medications later on. So uh, when you feel uh, that there might be something not working for your child, um, you would be well to read up about it, investigate about it, um, jump on it as soon as you can, ask help, ask a screening, uh, and then, uh, if necessary, get it tested so you know and you can start uh, doing something about it. Good advice. Good advice. Now, of course, we're in the middle of this COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And uh, our next link is about accelerate learning for students with disabilities during the COVID-19 and beyond. Mm -hmm. uh, this is um, a link from the National Center for Learning Disabilities and they have written a report on how we can use some opportunities to accelerate learning for 
students with disability during the pandemic and, and even uh, beyond. Uh, the report is uh, actually quite easy to read and has a also real policy proposals and implementation recommendations has uh, suggestions what we can do. First they talk about uh, research-based opportunities for accelerated learning and then they go into how can we implement that um, with separate sections for both state and federal policy recommendations. It, it would go too far for me to list all of that, you really need to read it yourself. Um, but one of the things that I want to highlight here is they talk about streamlining the curriculum mm -hmm. uh, in order to get all the redundancies out and there are several redundancies and also uh, if you do that you open up more time to uh, go back to underlying abilities that are necessary uh, they also suggest to focus on the student's strength and on his interest on the, on the background uh, social background of the students if they feel uh, that it's more about them, uh, then they uh, they learn also better. Sounds good. Really yeah. great ideas. Yeah, I would yeah. hope that um, at least some of it ever gets implemented across <laughs> good, yeah. the public school system and uh, also after the COVID Absolutely. can be uh, active. Absolutely. So our. Uh, our next link is interesting. It is it is a podcast about Discoculia, and we are in a podcast about Discoculia. So let's see if we can click the button and listen in. Hey, Init listeners. Before we get started today, we have a small but important ask. Please take our quick survey about who you are, what you like about our show so far, and what you want to hear more of. Head to you.org slash podcast to take a three-minute survey. Really, just three minutes. That's oh. u.org slash podcast. Okay. And thanks. Your input means so much. Hi, I'm Amanda Morin, a writer for understood.org and parent to kids with learning and attention issues. And I'm Lexi Walters-Wright, community manager for understood.org. And we are in it. In it is a podcast from Understood for Parents. On our show, we offer support and practical advice for families whose kids are struggling with speech and language, executive functioning, and other learning and attention issues. Today, we're talking about helping our kids who struggle with math, like really struggle with math. Well, that sounds promising. I'm sure you've uh, listened to it and can give us the, uh, the, uh, the summary of what's going on there. Yes, yes. Uh, they um, start with giving some examples of um, issues that people had. Um, first of all, uh, math anxiety uh, was mentioned, uh, that dyscalculia is not widely known and that a lot of people do not get um, identified. Um, people who have dyscalculia uh, came on, and also parents of uh, students with dyscalculia, and um, one of the things that was uh, a big issue was the math homework. It took forever. It was a big yes. cause of stress. I, I can imagine. And uh, one student tells us about her issues with long division. It, it didn't want to click for her. Um, for another student, the understanding about time was uh, really difficult. 
and there's so his, many different topics of course absolutely they they uh, his, his mom said that even the idea of yesterday and tomorrow uh, was difficult so there's a lot of information and they also invited uh, dr daniel ansari from um, canada to uh, speak about um, dyscalculia or a math learning disability and um, he can explain this really clearly um, give it a listen click on this and um, in a few minutes you have an overview of what you can expect for children who have dyscalculia very good very good i love it now then the next uh, the next link is interesting actually it's uh, the other side of the world is about india and apparently there the supreme court has been talking about learning disabilities yes what happened there yeah this is uh, it went up to the supreme court right and we right. cannot even get it to the attention of the le leaders of the school district <laughs> let alone get it to the supreme court it's amazing <laughs> well uh, this is from uh, free press journal india and they talk about uh, Himachal Pradesh High Court. I hope I pronounced it uh, properly. That was definitely fluent. Uh, <laughs> and they took notice of the rights of um, differently abled uh, students and those with learning disabilities in a significant judgment uh, last month. So the petitioner suffered from dysgraphia which they describe as a writer's cramp. Well, in, in any oh, way, right. he was not able to get um, answers on the paper. Right. The poor declared. <laughs> and was denied a scribe during a civil service examination because he did not fit the standardized notion of a benchmark disability. Now, the ruling may well lead to a better understanding and wider recognition of uh, other uh, less known disabilities such as dysgraphia and dyscalculia also. So the court ordered that differently abled citizens, and I think that is a very nice way of saying it, differently abled, uh, should be provided with a scribe to facilitate uh, uh, examinations and um, it ordered that um, such guidelines should be uh, drawn up and uh, adhered to. So, although this case was not about dyscalculation for uh, those type of reasons, because of their learning disabilities, and yeah, absolutely great that the Supreme Court put um, put this up and and had right. this ruling. Definitely, definitely, that will yeah, that brings it, uh, you know, and that for what is it, a billion and a half people. Mm -hmm. That uh, brings it to the forefront. I love it. Well, that brings us to our last link for this week, and this is interesting. Strategies to help people with dyscalculia. And there is a video. And let's see if we can get that to work at this moment. For a student with dyscalculia, one of the practices that is a good implementation would be to break up a worksheet into different sections by covering it up with a piece of paper or just a scrap piece of paper um, into different sections. This would help the student focus on one area at a time and not be overwhelmed with all of the problems on the worksheet if you choose to. 
Well, that sounds like a good strategy to begin with. Absolutely. It's a two-minute YouTube video, uh, and that's Kathleen McGarvey, who points that out, uh, that um, if there is too much on a page, that is uh, visually overwhelming for students with dyscalculia. So just blocking out all the other questions that you're not working on is a, a very simple but effective way uh, to reduce the risk they're focusing on at that time. So simple, but uh, effective, great initiative. And I think she has a whole YouTube channel filled with, with little videos Absolutely. like this. And yeah, very good. Well, that brings us uh, to the end of the links for this week. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for stepping by. It's always a commute, but uh, you always make the, uh, the effort of coming to our studio. Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, and she is on a quest to find more tutors that will help children and adults with dyscalculia. For this, she has a training, and I urge you to go take a look at it and see if this is something that you could work on. And all the details are available at discoculiatutortraining.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.